Hey guys, welcome to a special mini-sode, guys. <laughs> if you have not heard, if you have not seen, Juliet's book is coming out <laughs> soon. This is a new book, and I really want to talk about this, like, kind of behind-the-scenes kind of stuff for everybody mm. to hear, because this, I, I, I had so much fun being in on the process oh that I just wanted to like let y'all know yeah. what it's like to just be in Juliet's head. Okay. Well, it's been a true collaboration. <laughs> let's just admit that. So let's start from the beginning because first of all, let's start like way back when, way whenever back we start reading days. together. So whenever <laughs> Juliet first started reading, I loved having that like insider information. I'm just mm-hmm. like, yeah, send me the first chapter. Right. And so like I got first chapters with like her books that she, whenever she really first started writing. Oh my God. Years and I remember ago. the first time that we did this kind of like collaborative effort where I was like her sounding board pretty much the whole time mm-hmm. that she was writing was the Vessel Trilogy. Right. And that was so much fun for me. I was in college and mm-hmm. I just remember like how exciting it was to be a part of like her thought process. And that really <laughs> fascinates me. Like I love little tidbits. That's why I'm in mm-hmm. a lot of author Facebook groups um, because I like getting that information, that mm-hmm. background information. It right. excites me. I'm the type of person that <laughs> watches the commentary on movies, guys. Right. So this, so this thing get, is great. Hear what the director <laughs> was actually what, thinking. Yeah, I like this type of stuff. <laughs> so... Um, this was, I don't know, maybe, this is like a year and a half ago. Yeah. That you came to Early my house. summer 2018. Yes. You came to my house and you're just like, I want to jot down some ideas for mm-hmm. some new stories. And I'm thinking witches and I'm thinking we're going to go back to New Orleans, which I was stoked for. <laughs> yeah. Because the last book that we like had really in depth talked about was the Vessel Trilogy and that was in mm-hmm. New Orleans. And I'm just like, I'm so excited to get back to New Orleans. I don't know. There's something really special. There's something special about, well, yeah. About like, yeah. just New like anything can happen in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. You can have vampires, werewolves. Yeah. Which is voodoo, um, good and I think music, just us food. being absolutely. I think you and I just being raised, going constantly going to New Orleans, I and mean, yes. we've both been like dozens, hundreds, whatever, of t- yes. many times. That it feels like it's a home away from home. Yeah. It feels so familiar. On top of all the sort of magic that is in the city, you yes. know, that energy and stuff. And I also the city. had ulterior motives of being excited that <laughs> Juliet was going to write in New Orleans because I have this kind of pet peeve that whenever I <laughs> yeah, see a book that's set in New Orleans, I'm always super skeptical. I'm like, oh, right. bring on the beignets in the French Quarter yes. and yes. all the cliches that it's going to mm-hmm. be set during Mardi Gras and I'm just yes. like, oh, of course. <laughs> and there's going to be so many Cajuns in New Orleans and that's not even where they are. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. so I had an ulterior motive. I'm like, yes. Let's, let's write get it right. an authentic <laughs> right. New Orleans story. Well, and that was part, one of my reasons I said, because the Vessel Trilogy does take place a lot in the quarter, you yes. know, because that's the most familiar place. And honestly, that series is, is a little bit have a darker edge to it, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah, we're doing And so the a difference new, was new... the vibe was new. I wanted something more. New vibes. Uh, funny, <laughs> more humor, more rom-com-y feel, even though it was paranormal. Yes. And so I really love Magazine Street, that yes. district. Which is like not by your typical French Quarter area. No. It is more local, yeah. I would say. Yeah, there's it's more local people that live it's eclectic, there. Very eclectic. Very eclectic. Really cool shops, shops down there. Art galleries. Really wonderful. Very, just like um It's like hipster shops. slash yeah, bohemian. Yeah, yeah. You know? And I just, I was like, oh yeah. 
Oh yeah. And there, there are even like metaphysical shops all down there. And I'm yep. like, this is perfect for like modern witches, yes, you know? Exactly. So yeah. I'm like, let's show a side of new Orleans that not many people, people don't mm-hmm. venture out to like, Hey, there's more. Cause like I find like, a lot of people who they request like, oh, we're going to New Orleans. And I'm like, I don't mm-hmm. want to tell them to go down Bourbon Street. Like, yeah. Do not go, go down, down Bourbon Street. <laughs> well, go down Bourbon Street for the for experience. The experience but yeah. I mean, you don't want to like hang out there. No. You know what I'm saying? And like, you don't want to go there at night either. It's just. Ugh. It's just dirty, guys. Y'all, it's dirty. It's just dirty. It doesn't <laughs> just smell no. nice either. No, so it's not yeah. the best Avo- place to go like have fun. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? We actually, this is like completely random, but um, I used to have the Earth Cam where Mm -hmm. they have a camera in the Cat's Meow and you can watch people like from my home. And I watch people get on the stage and like make fools of themselves on the Cat's Meow. No, I have done that. I've gotten on stage at the Cat's Meow. It's pretty funny. (laughs) It's pretty funny. I was pretty drunk though at the time. Oh my goodness. So yeah, we're not going to have any setting no. in the French Quarter. There's not one scene. No, nope. it's not in the quarter. There's a scene at the Roosevelt Hotel, but it's, yeah, just, but it's just on Canal Street. It's not, not, yeah, yeah. not where it's not we're the typically, quarter. Not where we're typically <laughs> at. So yeah. I remember the night that Juliet came to my house and she was like, okay, so I'm thinking these sisters and mm-hmm. they're all witches. And I loved the brainstorming process because it was like, how can we make it different? What can their powers mm-hmm. be? What are they going to be doing? Yeah. And what is, so that's basically the first thing that, that you was the, down. Yeah, that was, was the first thing that got, getting we got their started. character straight. Yeah, just what what powers could they have and what could this – we were basically doing the world building together. Yes, and I was yes. like spinning things off of Justin and I was like, what if they did this? And she's like, well, what if they did this? And, and of I was course like, there was wine. I mean, yeah, it's oh, us, yeah. guys. There was wine. <laughs> Amazing ideas were coming Amazing to play. Amazing ideas. You know <laughs> how we of love wine. going to El Mariachi <laughs> and having plot parties. So yeah. we had many a plot party, yeah. first at the house and then eventually yeah. – at El Mariachi to talk about these characters. Yeah, but it was in one of those brainstorming sessions where, and I don't even remember which one of us said it first, we were like, because I knew that I wanted the hero to be a werewolf. I've never written, and I wanted... Werewolves are sexy. Yeah, and not like a shifter wolf like turns into a pretty wolf, like a werewolf turns into a monster wolf, you know, like I don't know, that just excites me, and and I'm just a weirdo, but whatever. So, (laughs) Bring on the monsters! (laughs) And so I think you and I were talking about, well, what could happen i was like well what if he has a curse on him and our girl yes. has to break the curse yes and that's so our heroine's a, a hex breaker that's mm-hmm. her specialty that's what you come to her to do yeah and yeah. our hero mateo he is he definitely <laughs> has a curse on him can you please tell them just a little bit about the curse because okay. i yeah. absolutely love this hero <laughs> possibly so, my favorite hero that she's written i don't know i just love him a lot i'm kind yeah i'm kind of partial to him right now he um so you have but, to say that every book that you write currently yeah, has to be your favorite right <laughs> you kind of it kind of is true though but but mateo um so he is very much like okay <laughs> he's not broody but he is an artist so he's very sort of intellectual and sweet and sensitive and gentlemanly yes not your typical just like you mm-hmm. know werewolf no, not what you would think of. No. Um, but he his curse is that he cannot shift. And if he can't shift, he can't release the wolf. And so the wolf has become forefront in his mind and talks to him constantly. Yeah. It's like with, this pent up energy that's not being yes. released. And so it's approaching this and it's threshold. All this like sex and violence in his head, like constantly. Yeah. <laughs> streaming. So the voice in his head <laughs> is very primitive. And, very. you know, he thinks about only like three things about yeah. fucking, yeah. And eating, killing. and killing. Yeah. And so 
of course, it's driving Mateo insane. <laughs> and Mateo's like this nice guy with this crazy, and his wolf's name is Alpha. His, his wolf's He's name is Alpha. He's like, He's I am him. the Alpha. <laughs> I love alpha. it. So the, I, I really love, okay, so I'm going to bring up this movie, which I didn't love and enjoy, mm-hmm. but I enjoyed aspects of it. So I really got vibes, like Venom vibes. Like <gasps> Really? Yes. It's yes. almost like my favorite part, because I did not mm. enjoy the movie Venom. Yeah, but I love but Tom Hardy. But my favorite part oh. of it was whenever Venom was talking to mm-hmm. Tom Hardy's Tom. character. And That's it was true. the best things ever. And I'm just wow. like, if I could watch a movie of them mm-hmm. just freaking talking to mm-hmm. each other and just being like trying to convince this yeah. person not to eat people yeah. like that's great like, and I was just like I never told this to Juliet because I wanted to bring it up in this podcast yeah. but I'm just like that's what that you basically wrote my favorite part of that movie that and crazy. made it like a reality for your I whole never, book and I just ever, love it because the things that, that Alpha says y'all <laughs> y'all he's crazy and I mm, love him okay he's so so bad I freaking bad love him boy. love him <laughs> so much so I also wanted to talk about Evie a little bit more this okay. um this hex breaker yeah but I love she put a lot of herself into Evie <laughs> I just realized it recently I was like yes. oh my god please I think tell us sort of about crazy. Evie's Evie's personality and um, things she likes to do okay so um Evie's a very optimistic person she mm-hmm. smiles and laughs a lot very upbeat she <laughs> and... had a last minute change to redhead which <laughs> Juliet <did>. is <laughs> originally she had dark hair um and I always go to dark hair I don't you really know do. I love dark haired hair really it was fine with the change but yeah, now that I'm noticing you change it to red I'm like oh did, she's you y'all I never realized it I was like maybe she should have auburn hair <laughs> Maybe I should change that. And she has green eyes. Guess what, guys? <laughs> I have green eyes. And um, she's a total nerd. Like, she loves Star Wars. She loves sci-fi yep. romance. She loves Raylo. Yep. Um, we had to throw in the Raylo because yeah. we're Raylo stands. We have a whole episode on why we love yeah. Raylo. She has an obsession with Deadpool, which I also have an obsession with Deadpool. So. Yes. Yeah, but you also um, had influence from your husband and your yes. sons because yes. I remember the day that Juliet had to go pick up a comic for her husband, <laughs> and she was like, "Okay, I'm trying What's to find this hole in the wall comic shop," and she's like talking to me while she's looking for it. And it's yes. really fun. So we have a cool comic book scene total in there nerd-ville. too. Yeah, I just loved it, and I just, I this is such a different vibe from your other books. Yeah, your other right. books are really dark in tone. Mm-hmm. They're really serious. It's danger at every mm-hmm. corner. But I really like that she got to flex your fun side. Oh, my gosh. Like, she's such a fun person, guys. You would never <laughs> know by reading her books. They're so Aww. dark. And, like, she's evil because she puts her characters through the ringer. Y'all but do terrible things to so them. But this so fun. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. I had such a blast being with these characters and I hope that you fall in love with yeah. all of Evie's sisters as y'all well. Have to, y'all have to understand too that Jessen helped me a lot in creating this world. Like I can't even, it's not all I, me. I, I, I loved it. I just loved it. And thank God. I love talking about better. all the characters. It was one of my favorite parts was mm-hmm. to figure out the personalities of each character and what was going to set them apart and I right. absolutely loved it. I also made a book Bible for her because <laughs> I'm like, did. hey, do you want, and, do you want help? keeping things straight in pinterest board so if you want to go check out our pinterest board you can come see i've copied a bunch of jessen's suggestions i did spreadsheets (laughs) pinterest boards mood boards for her i really love the organizational aspect of writing because 
a lot of people were like, I have ideas for mm-hmm. books that I would want to write. But once I start organizing all the characters I want to write, yeah. I'm like done with it. And so this was like a dream come true. I'm like, yeah, let me organize your <laughs> like organize characters me. and you perfect. write it. And I was you like, write thank it. you. Cause I need organizing <laughs> <laughs> fucking bad. <laughs> And I love the Pinterest boards. I love being inspired by some of the thing, things you found. You found a lot of like cool, like sage, witchy. Um, oh my Pinterest goodness. Boards. Guys, I love looking at those for inspiration. That I had the most fun looking on Etsy for beautiful kind of like metaphysical mm, shop kind of things yes. like sage bundles mm-hmm. and crystals. And I had so much fun looking at, there's so many beautiful items and you're going to see some pictures of them coming soon. Mm-hmm. And I just absolutely loved it. And didn't you go to, a metaphysical shop with Rachel and stuff. Oh yeah, there's in Baton Rouge. There was one. I think it's called Coyote Moon or something like that. But cool. Oh yeah, it was totally y'all. It's so zen. Yes. <laughs> so like, I turned into a witch the moment I walked in. It's just the whole very yeah yeah. It's it it had the coolest things and actually a lot of the things in their shop is what I put in their metaphysical shop, Mystic Maybell. So yes, yeah. I really liked it too because I felt like these witches were less typical witches that just mm-hmm. did like brute potions and stuff it's more kind of ground in contemporary times yeah. where they actually have jobs like yeah. regular and jobs that's kind of what i wanted i wanted kind of like be... hiding in plain sight right would you right. say right and i think um one one focus i had and i talked to you about this and a lot of this comes from the podcast you guys i'm not gonna lie is after reading so many amazing contemporary books over the past year with jessen and reviewing in the podcast i was like i want to have this kind of character driven romance yeah, yeah you know and so many so much of my paranormal is um soaked in the world building i mean i'm not yeah. saying that i don't have character driven stories but a lot of it the paranormal overtakes the story yeah the characters you know? kind of can tend to take a back seat to it right but now and so i wanted like in it, the spotlight it, for that's this what series. i wanted yes i really enjoyed the fact that the characters in the love story took right. precedence. And right. know, I think that what sets it apart as well with the way that this came about with you writing it was that whenever you're writing something that's really paranormal, mm-hmm. that's really focused on world building, there's a lot of facts to keep straight and making sure that you're not like having huge plot holes in right. like the type of world that you're creating. Right. But this type of paranormal romance that she's written, it's very since we're focusing on the characters and the love story and you set your guidelines for your world building, mm-hmm. but you don't have this complex paranormal right. plot. Right. I kept it simple. to overshadow. I kept it pretty simple. You got to really know the characters. And mm-hmm. I think that this is why I like this book so much is because I really came away feeling like I'm like, Oh yeah, I know who they yeah. are. I think because I've taken so much time with this one, like really plotting it out. Oh, yeah. Really that's thinking different. about that's the characters. That's a lot different. Yeah, because usually, used to. right, with, with with contracts with publishers, you know, I'll have a very hard deadline and, and I'll be not rushing, but definitely like pushing myself and pushing myself. Yes. But for this one, I was really able to step back and just marinate over the ideas. Yeah. How long did we take just thinking about it before you even put pen to paper? Oh, months. Almost, almost, I would months. say more than six months were mm-hmm. you thinking about things the without entire, actually right like hey now i'm writing this book right and, and i was thinking about all the sisters and their characteristics like it was like just trickling in slowly in my brain <laughs> so would you say that you know? that was easier like really having like a defined like you knew who these characters were oh, well yeah. in advance you thought about oh my god yeah plot points and stuff yes. 
And yeah. It and just, then, well, and honestly, when we just plotted book two. Oh, we, yeah. We're plotting book two. Like, we plotted it in two hours over margaritas. Like, yeah. it was so easy because we oh already knew God, the characters. Oh, my God, that was so easy. It was, like, literally, I like, okay, the book just wrote itself. <laughs> because we had so many plot parties for the first book. Because right. we were trying to keep things straight and bouncing ideas. Like, will this work? Oh, no, that yeah. doesn't work because this doesn't make sense. Right. Because we were still setting book, the world up. Yes. In the second book, we have all the world set up. Mm-hmm. We know all the sisters. And yep. so the second sister who's getting her book, we already knew who she was. That was really yeah. easy. And the plot <laughs> of the second book is going to be so much fun. I, just I can't, can't wait. I can't wait. I'm I just dying. Can't I'm wait. dying to get started. I'm kind of sad oh. that we plotted it so easily because I want more plot parties. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I think you're going to have to wait, though. Oh. oh, my goodness. I'm just so excited for this to be out in the greater world. Me, too. And I hope you're all excited about Super it. Because excited. we have been talking behind the scenes. Our patrons will know about this book. And I'm so excited. And I love it. And I can't wait. <laughs> Yay. Thanks. Guys, pick up Wolf Gone Wild January 14th. Put it in your calendar. Sign up for the release alert. And I hope you like it as much as and I do. And it will be in Kindle Unlimited if you're a KU yes, girl. I love KU. <laughs> All right, guys. We will see you next week for some more mini-sodes. Stay tuned. Bye. Bye.